Welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. In the name of Jesus. And let the people of God say loud Amen. And help me appreciate readings. Please be seated. Glory to God. This is not a teaching service. It is important to know... That God does not do the same thing all the time. In the Old Testament, even in Ecclesiastes, he said there is a time to laugh and a time to cry. A time to mourn and a time to rejoice. And it explained different times for different things. Today, I'll be speaking the mind of God to you. I'll be communicating the heartbeats of the Father for the now. There's something about the scripture. There's something about what Jesus Christ had done in his death, burial, and resurrection. And there's something about what the Spirit of God is doing now because of what Jesus had done. Hallelujah. It's the Holy Spirit that makes something that happened 2,000 years ago tangible today. Real now. We thank God for the Holy Scriptures. I want to sing a song. And I will just take the chorus of the song. And then the spirit of prophecy will take over. The title of the message today is The Spirit of Prophecy. Lift your hand toward heaven. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O my soul. Worship His holy name. Let the Spirit of God rest upon you. Prepare your heart for his word today. Yeah. 
Amen. Thank you. Every believer in Christ Jesus is supposed to hear the voice of God. As a matter of fact, being born again, the Bible said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom. So, being born again gives you the ability to see and hear. But there is a gift of seeing and hearing. This is besides just being born again. There is a configuration of a man's spirit by the Holy Ghost that makes it possible for hearing and seeing to happen without much effort. The only way the prophetic can be taught is that first it had been given. If it hadn't been given, it can be taught. It has to be given. Jesus had answered when they came to ask him about John the Baptist. He said, a man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Nineteen eighty eight. I was in my classroom with my friend. I was in secondary school. And I turned to him and I said, this is what I will be in the future. I'll be preaching the gospel. And I said, you'll be in politics. Two of us are doing exactly what I told him in 1988. I was out just before the... That was not, was not this year. While there was still movement... My wife and some other person, I can't remember one, some other person or persons were with me in a restaurant. And then a politician walked in with a group of his entourage and stopped. I said, ah. We greeted, they did, maybe, you know, I knew him. And he said, ah, This is the man that prophesied to me in 1988. We were in school. And he told me this is where I would be. I didn't know all the scriptures at that time. It was a gift. Amen. Today, as the word comes to you, there will be repairs. There are certain things that have been broken. Certain things that have fallen apart. As the word comes, there will be repairs. I receive. I receive that. Locked in the Holy Scriptures are all the possible models and examples of human challenges that could ever occur in time. I'll say that again. Locked in the Holy Scriptures are all the possible models and examples of human challenges 
that can happen in time to man. It means that there is no human experience that is not captured in the Holy Scriptures. That's why it's a prophetic book. And now, but the Scriptures don't just capture possible human challenges. It also captures the answers. Amen. And the solutions. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, what the Holy Spirit helps us do when we're studying the Scriptures is to help us connect the story, the experience in Scripture that actually interprets the experience we're having in time. Hello. And then show us the answer. Then you say, I got a revelation. Oh, I was reading the book of Job and then a business idea came. Because every possible challenge you can ever have is captured in scripture. So, that's why we spend time praying in tongues. When you're praying in tongues and praying in tongues, then you start studying the scriptures and you start reading scriptures. Two things happen. One, sometimes you're praying in tongues. Scriptures that you've read before, the Holy Ghost brings them to your remembrance. Amen. At other times, He will show you a new scripture. Hallelujah. Or He will lead you to hear a message. Glory to God. And then you will now see how that experience in Nehemiah is exactly what is happening in your office right now. And exactly what Nehemiah did is what you should do. It's not everything that solves every problem. Did you hear me? There are certain doors that there's only one key that can open it. Amen. And you have to get the right key. Am I communicating? Yeah. If Moses stood in front of the Red Sea and shouted, My father, my father, the husband of Israel and the, uh, the child of Israel and the husband thereof, it will not pass. If he has stood in front of the Red Sea and said, Lazarus, come forth, it won't pass. The instruction was stretch forth your rod. Are you with me? Someone else can be in a situation in the year 2020. And then what you are going through is exactly like a Red Sea situation. And at that moment, the Holy Ghost is prompting you. Hey, there is a road I gave to you when you started this job. Amen. Stretch it now. And then as it parted for Moses, it will part for you. Let me open with Hosea chapter 12 verse 13. In Hosea 12 13, we see where the scripture says something very powerful. It says, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Then it says, and by a prophet was he, that's Israel, preserved. We see two roles that the prophetic had to fulfill. For one nation. Glory to God. First. Is the bringing out. Everybody say bringing out. He, he had to bring Israel out of Egypt. It meant that Israel. Couldn't come out of Egypt. By, their, by themselves. So it took the prophets. Standing in his office. To see destiny fulfilled for Israel to come out of Egypt. There is someone here that is coming out of his own Egypt. Now when you hear Egypt, the first thing that comes to your mind is sin. No. Egypt was not sin to Israel. I want to make you understand that you can be in that very situation right now. And this meeting is going to bring you out. First of all, understand, Egypt, God was the one that took the children of Israel into Egypt. They didn't go there by themselves. Are you listening to me? They didn't go there by themselves. Israel didn't wake up and go to Egypt. 
So Egypt had a role in the destiny of Israel. Egypt was a preserver of Israel's destiny. Egypt had a role to fulfill in the destiny of Israel. So Israel had to go into Egypt. But now, that role had a time span. Amen. Are we together? Long before Israel and the person of Jacob was born, God already told Abraham that your descendants will spend four generations, 400 years. So they knew something like that was going to happen. It was in their prophetic path. It was what? In their prophetic path. That means destiny. It was they were supposed to be in Egypt. There was a phase for them in Egypt. But now why did a prophet have to come and be involved to bring them out? The reason is this. As Egypt, Egypt is symbolic of refuge. I would say refuge. A place of refuge. Some of you, God led you to a refuge. But that refuge, when it extends beyond its time, becomes bondage. But now, they couldn't come out of where God brought them in. Glory to God. Did you hear me? So, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. There's some of you, there's a next, there's a next, you know, there are certain things that you started, glory to God. You entered into, God was the one that led you there. But it was transitory, glory to God. But now it's so difficult to enter the new level. It's so, listen to me. Egypt is just a phase. It's not the promised land. The promised land is the inheritance. There is the main thing that God wanted to do was to bring them into their inheritance. To the land of milk and honey. But now Egypt won't let them be. Glory to God. There was oppression in Egypt. There are some of you that are in the will of God but you are no more happy. Glory to God. Are you listening to me? Alright. You see, it, it, it was God that led them there. And so, the only way out is that a prophetic word has to come. Because there's something about Egypt. There's something about the way the, the city and the, the, the nation is designed. <laughs> it took the prophets that could speak the judgments of God. And bring plagues upon Egypt. The Bible said in another translation, in another scripture, it said, by a mighty hand. Amen. Amen. Today, you are coming out by a mighty hand. Out of Egypt, it's not, listen, listen, maybe I should give you, I should give you a better perspective so you understand. Many things in the Old Testament are symbolic. Amen. Symbolic. In Matthew chapter 2, we should read from verse 13. Amen. Let me show you something so you understand. You understand. Out of Egypt. In Matthew 2, 13, now this was when Jesus was born and was still a child. It says, and when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, arise, take the young child and his mother and flee where? Into Egypt. It was Jesus. That was... The same way the children of Israel had to be kept in Egypt. Amen. To be preserved. Now Jesus, amen, had to go to Egypt to be preserved so that Herod would not kill him. Amen. If he said, oh, I won't go into Egypt, he would die. Amen. So he said, and, and, and be thou there until, until, I was until, until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. That means that, as I sent you there, there is a word that will bring you, that will bring you out of that place. 
If I don't bring you that word, and you try to come out on your own, you will lose something. I said, and I will bring the word. Today, he's bringing you word. He's bringing you word. He's bringing you word. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Sometimes a prophet doesn't have to speak English. All he has to say is, now! The word now from a prophet (laughs) is fatter than a dictionary. Did you hear me? Now! When he says now, heaven sets the clock. Performing the counsel of his messengers. And for someone here today, I'm saying now. For someone listening to me, I'm saying now. (laughs) It means that what would have happened tomorrow, the prophet can say now. And it will be what? Now. Prophets are preservers of men's destinies. And they deliver the future in your today. They can take the future and give it to you now. The future is tangible to the prophetic. Without the prophetic, the future is like vapor. Like smoke in the wind. But when the prophetic shows up, it brings the tangibility of the future into your hand. It delivers it to you. Why would somebody now be sure? Because the future has been delivered to him. I know what I will be in the next 10 years. I know how this year will end. Why do you now know it's the prophetic? Amen. I said it's the prophetic. Let's read further. We're in verse 14 or 15. Matthew 2. Okay? Alright, let's read 14 now. Go to 14. So, for Herod will seek the child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. You see? He went into Egypt. That was destiny for him. Now, we're not told how long they stayed in Egypt. Look at verse 15. And was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the Lord, of the Lord by the prophet saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. I want to announce to you that Herod is dead. <laughs> he said he was there until. That means there was a reason that that refuge, he was brought into that place. There are some people you meet in life. It's an Egypt experience. Amen. It has a time limit. <laughs> when you try in the flesh to fulfill the things of the spirits, that's when you injure yourself. Don't try to fulfill things of the spirits. By your flesh. Let's read further. I want to read to verse 17 or 18. So, verse 16. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was the sitting wrath, and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem, and in all the coasts thereof, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Did you see that? This is what God was preserving him from. Now verse 17. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by the prophet. By Jeremiah the prophet saying, go further. Uh, there's a point I want to stop. In Ramah was there a voice heard. I think I'll read 19. And weeping and great mourning Rachel weeping for her children and will not be comforted because they are not. Let's read it together. I want to go. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. That means time up. 
Glory to God. Amen. Now, that's how it was supposed to be for the children of Israel. But when it was time up, they couldn't leave. Amen. So, the prophetic had to show up to bring them out by a strong hand. And plagues came upon Egypt until they were released to go. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. All things are possible. Lord, I believe. Lord, Kebranda Satia Talo Paros de Bredie Ketoso. Lord, I believe all things are possible. Lord, I believe. Thank you, Lord. Just because you are in this meeting today, you will not dash your foot against the stone. I hear shoes, I hear feet. God will guard your feet. His word will be a lamp to that feet and a light on that path. You will not dash your foot against the stone. It means that whenever you raise your feet, it will land exactly at the spot it should land. And then you raise the other feet to land exactly where it should land. You had to be here for the Holy Ghost to align you so that your foot will not be dashed against the stone. Then a time will come where the next terrain will require your shoes. And then you will put on shoes. I will give you shoes. The person or the persons that the words are for understand it. Amen. So just relax. And he will give you shoes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I am prophesying in chapters. I open the next chapter. And I hear transitions are over. He said, what had been going on in the last few years into 2020 was a transition period. But the transition is over. Let, let me use some scriptural illustrations to help you appreciate transitions. In all that God does, God walks and there are transitions. There are gaps of time where he introduces the next thing. There was a time that the prophets of old all prophesied and prophesied up until Malachi. Then there was a transition. There were silent years. Then we had a John the Baptist that bridged the gap between that and this. And then Jesus came. Amen. That was a transition. If you study the book of Acts, Acts is made of 28 chapters. Alright? Acts 
from chapter 1 to 7 is the gospel to the Jews. To the Jews. The dominant tribe or race that were ministered to were the Jews. Then there was a transition. Chapter 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Transition. I'll come back to what happened in transition. 13. Gospel to the Gentiles. The church now was not just a Jewish church. The Gentile church now. 13 down to 28. Now we start hearing about the Gentiles. Now, in transitions happen, sometimes the old dies and the new is born. Did you hear me? Sometimes the old will have to adopt the new pattern. Amen. If you listen to the names that you heard about regularly from Acts 1 to 7, the names from 13 to 28 were different. Amen. A different breed, a different group. What happened in the transition? What happened between chapter 8 to 12? There were major strategic conversions that will affect the body of Christ forever. And so what had happened up until this corona period are major strategic things. Strategic for the kingdom. Amen. For what will happen next. Glory to God. But the Lord told me to announce to you that the transition is over. Amen. 8 to 12. We see key conversions. In chapter 8. The Ethiopian eunuch was saved. Hello. That was a strategic conversion. Hallelujah. Strategic. Why? Because when God talked about the human race in the time of Noah, Noah had three sons. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Every tribe, every race in this world can be traced to these three. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Shem are the Semites, the Jews. Ham is you and I in Africa. And then Japheth is Europe and North America. Now, God's plan in that transition, chapter 8 to 12, was to ensure that the gospel would get to the, all the other nations of the world. Amen. So there was conversions that were strategic that pointed to Shem, Ham, and Japheth. How do we know? Ethiopia, you know, got saved. That's Ham. That's how the gospel got to Africa. Amen. Amen. Chapter 9. A key, key man called Saul that became Paul got saved. That's for the Jews. Shem. Amen. Those conversions changed the world. There are things that have happened in the transition that will change the world. You didn't hear me well. The third conversion is chapter 10. Cornelius. Hallelujah. Amen. He was a Roman. Amen. Are, are you with me? So, that is Japheth. Glory to God. So, these conversions had to happen for the gospel to enter the next level. Listen to me. The gospel has entered the next level for us. Amen. In the transition, God had done some strategic things. Some we know about, some we will never know about, but the change has already happened. And the Lord told me to announce that stop functioning like we are still in the transition. Start functioning like the transition is over. Oh, God is about to do something. No, He's doing it. Amen. He is not about to. He is doing it. Now, on a personal level, there are some of you. I'm announcing also that your transition is over. In this meeting, that is the by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Are you understanding me? Out. 
So I've come to bring you out into your new space. God has spoken to us that from here and forward, there will be a new climate. On a personal level, a new climate. Amen. A new climate. Amen. I said a new climate. Amen. A new climate. It used to be a very dry area. Now it has started raining in that place. It had never snowed there. Now it's snowing there. It used to be very hot. Now it's cold there. That's a new climate. It means that everything they predicted and written about, the analysis they did about that place, they have to change it. Are you listening to me? You know that everything that is built here, our Nigerian roads, our bridges, they are built based on our weather. Are you understanding what I'm saying? If it now happens that it starts snowing in Nigeria, do you know we're in trouble? Do you know we're in trouble? Because we didn't design this country for snow. But I want to announce to you that there's a new climate in your life. Amen. Put your hand on your head and say, new climate here. A new climate here. Say it again, the third time, a new climate here. And all around Renaissance Assembly is a new climate. Glory to God. Speak in tongues for a moment. In the name of Jesus. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. Chapter 3. In Genesis 26 verse 18. We see something. And Isaac digged again. Let's read it together please. Want to go? And Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. We are the Isaac generation. The Lord said I should say, honor the labels of the fathers. Honor the labels of the fathers. This generation is redigging the wells of the fathers. You need it. You need it. You need it. The chapter opened to me when I heard rich, rich, rich. That's to reach the world. Rich, rich, rich. But that voice was to those that were not doing anything about reaching anybody. And it was, to a, vo- it was a voice to those that love the Lord, are in church, but they are not involved in soul winning. So he was saying to them, reach. Rich, rich. Then a second voice spoke. And then now that was to me and to others. He said, re-reach, re-reach, re-reach. Three times. He said to me, the places you've reached, go and reach it again. The job is not finished in those areas. You know, there are certain things we feel they are no more useful. They are no more necessary, rather. They are no more necessary. They are necessary. You see, one-on-one soul winning will never cease. Amen. We will reach where we had reached before. 
You know why? It's going to be the last sweep. Amen. Are you hearing me? The last sweep. I want to say this to you. In the month of August, the thing you will do the most is to share your faith and reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. To those that have never been involved, he's saying, reach, reach, reach. To those of you that were involved, he's saying, re-reach, re-reach, re-reach. And there are pastors. I saw a pastor listening to this message. Not on the day it was preached. And then, I'm saying to you, you're not watching it on the day that it was preached. You're watching it on another day. And I see you. And I'm saying to you, you would have to redeem the wells of the fathers. There are certain things you would have to do that they did in prayer, in consecration, in discipline. And then the same waters they drank, you would drink, says the Spirit of the Lord. One thing about the prophetic, it messes up time. Did you hear me? The prophetic messes up time. That's when you read Revelation. You don't know whether it has happened to happen. It's happening. You don't know. Hello? I, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You are reading Revelation. Is it, is this thing is talking about has it happened? And the dragons are so, so, and so, and so. Then you are reading. It's like it's happening the time it was talking. Then it looks like it has happened. Because the prophetic is in eternity. And eternity is a continuous now. You didn't hear me well. Eternity is a continuous now. So, I remember, I shared this in, I, I, I tried to scribble it in a write-up about 20 years. How that in 1990, I was reading the book of Jeremiah 1, and then as I was reading it, boom, I started hearing. And then I heard the voice of God. But when the voice spoke to me, I was hearing past tense and future tense. Are you understanding me? I was hearing <laughs> yesterday and tomorrow. Glory to God. I don't know how to explain it to you. Why did I even say this? Okay, for the pastor. Yeah. It's not everything that we see that we say, but that, that word is for you. Glory to God. Lift your voice in other tongues. We're, we're coming to the close of this. Just lift your voice in other tongues. Thank you, Lord. I will speak as I'm commanded. Amen. Amen. Lo prato shola bom bregados brigado brigado os brigadiete la manda capaya gadoma los brigado brigado brigados le mende kles bregados brigadiete les que plato brigadiete la vaya la manda capaya la bom brigado brigado brigadiete le gade 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 ramanda capaya la basho la bom brigado brigado brigadiete boso bregados que plato bahanda rabasha talabaye kubranda kaya bahanda brados que plato brigadiete Lenge brando kopaya gado brigadier telegasigadiete kubrada kata shalabanda kato brigadiete pray not the tongues le manda kayabando brados brigadier telebo brigadiete la manda la bakato le bom brigados brigado brigadoso la manda prando brigados brigado brigadoso la banda la bakato blodo brigadoso lete lete brando brados brigadiete le mende kles brigado brigadiese Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lamb upon the throne, who reigns forever. 
come to you this week. For my eyes have seen the King. May the hand of God's help show up for you this week. Show up for you this week. Today, tomorrow, show up for you in the name of Jesus. There are economic empowerments that are coming to people before the close of this year that will reposition them to do things they couldn't do for God before. Economic empowerment. For my eyes have seen the someone will call instant miracles. Where someone's financial destiny was altered in 24 hours. In 24 hours. As some of you know the story of that brother years ago where I still at O.J. Maroney at that time. And then I called him and some others. I sat them down. And I said, then we wanted to pay for the place. And I said, um, how many of you like to pay for the place? And they said, they were going to pay. So I said, what, what do you want God to do for you? So people don't like that kind of talk. Prophets ask people, what do you want God to do for you? Prophets ask. Amen. A man honored me in Abuja. You know, he honored me so well. And he didn't owe me anything. He didn't owe me anything. You know, so I was pacing. He put me in a hotel. Da, 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 da. It was not his responsibility. You know? So I was pacing and I, I was just praying. Then I turned and I said, What, what do you want? Amen. <laughs> what do you, because there's nothing material I can give him. But, but there is matter I can transmit. Are you understanding me? As I said, what, what do you want? So we ask, what do you want? I've asked people that several times. What do you want? Or well, some are not smart to know what you're asking. You understand that? Some are not smart to know what you're asking. So another man of God was there that day. Then, when I first asked, he didn't understand it. So he said, ah, I, I, I'm nothing, not sir. Nothing, sir. So the pastor said, Hey, I've known this man over here. He has not asked me. <laughs> See, he has never asked me what I want. So he understood what it was. Let me leave that testimony. So I asked this brother at OJ Marin. I said, What do you want? He said, There's a contract. I don't know if I mentioned, mentioned the government agency, you know, and um, it's just been locked down. And um, I, I don't know what to do again. I said, okay. We prayed. I said, it's released. I'm telling you, it was on Sunday after church. On Monday, he went to just check. So most, quite a number of people know the testimony. He went to check. I can't, I, maybe for sake of this, I won't mention the agency. He went to check. 
just like where you go and check, they say, no, you know, in Nigeria English, they say, Gogan never signed them or something. When he got there, it was the boss himself he met. We call it the boss man. <laughs> yes, the boss himself he met. Ah, what's happening? He said, no, I, I came to check. He said, they, they've not, uh, I've released the distance since now. Have they not given? He said, no, follow me. The guy took him to his office, behind his chair. That's why I cannot go mention the agency. 16 million. Eh? 40. 14. So, okay. 14 million. 14 million. My wife is correcting the number. 14 million. They picked it from the ground and gave it. This was many years ago. Um, 2006 2007. The next Sunday, I saw some boys, some guys in church I don't know. So I asked, who are these people? He said, my friends, I told them testimony. A lot of them have contracts. <laughs> One, I was praying for him. I was holding his hand. Eh? He took my hand and put it on his head. <laughs> that, that should touch the right place. For my eyes have seen the King. The Lamb of God, the Lord, who reigns forever. Waves of favor. For my eyes have seen are coming. This week, the first wave will roll over. The first wave is rolling over this week. Upon you, upon you, upon you, upon you, upon you, in the name of Jesus. Waves of favor. That wave this week is the preparatory wave. August in the day, favor will hit you. Left, right, and center. The wave will be unending in the name of Jesus Christ. Shout waves of favor. Speaking tongues for a moment. Wherever you are, let the power of God begin to address your needs. Let the power of the Holy Ghost begin to address your concerns wherever you are. Let the power of God begin to address your concerns in your office and home. Let the power of God begin to address your concerns in the name of Jesus. Things are shifting at home. Things are being addressed in your hometown. Things are being addressed in the headquarters place. There are some of you that you need to, something has to happen at headquarters. And
and I'm announcing to you that this wave is affecting something at the headquarters. Yeah, some of you, it, 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 the, 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 the decision has to be made in the capital, in the capital city. In the capital. This wave is affecting something in the capital city. There's one thing we're going to do together. You're going to pray in tongues intensively for about two minutes. Two minutes. Then after that, you will shout favor. Are you listening to me? You will shout favor. And favor will embrace you. Did you hear me? Favor will embrace you. Are you ready? Speak in tongues. Pray in tongues. Two minutes. things that will happen here. Listen, before, between now and the end of this year, there will be miraculous visas in our midst. Visa approvals. Visas granted. There will be mind-blowing contracts. Mind-blowing contracts. There will be marriages. There will be supernatural conceptions. Are you, are you with me? Listen. Some of you here, there will be unexplainable promotions. Unexplainable promotions. Then, you are going to have Associations and networks with value, great value. Are you with me? I said associations, networks with great value. They are coming with great value. Great value. And then 
there will be exploits. You will do big things in an easy way. Are you ready to shout that favor now? I want you to know the seven things that the favor is bringing into your life. Now, go back and listen to the message. Amen. Go on Facebook, whatever, listen to the message again. Are you ready? This favor, let it come from your soul. We're going to start to once. When you shout favor, you just shout. Are you understanding me? One. Now, what is coming upon you is what you are shouting. As you shout, favor will embrace you. Hey, hey, hey. Let me, I, I, you know, as a message I preach one, some of you didn't understand it. I said the elevations of God are not one, two, three. I've, say, I've said it many times. I've preached it in May, for oh, close to 20 years. I've been preaching it. Elevations of God are not one, two, three. They are one, a level, 25. <laughs> so when they tell you your next level, if you are at one, don't think it's two. Don't think it's two. Don't think it's two. When God say your next level, you are at two. Don't think the next level is three. You might be at two. The next level could be 15. Amen. So this favor you are shouting at, it will embrace you. You will see elevations. God kind of elevations. Are you ready to shout that shout? If you are children here, younger ones, teenagers, shout that shout to some of you. To, it will bring you to scholarships. It will bring you to scholarships. You stop, there are some children here, you will be in scholarship till you stop going to school. Until you say you don't want to go. Anytime you say you want to go to school, a scholarship will open. Any time, any, any kind of academic endeavor, a scholarship will open for you. So when you are shouting, shout with understanding. Are you ready? What's the thing you want to shout? Shout! Shout! Yay! Glory! 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Glory. Favor has embraced you. Favor has embraced you. Favor has embraced you. Celebrate, rejoice. Thank you, Lord. your hands and just thank him. Thank him that you are part of this meeting today. Thank him everywhere. Thank him everywhere. We give you praise. We give you praise. We bless your name. We magnify you. Just sing a song of thanksgiving to God. We we'll sing it maybe twice or so, and then I will pray and we close. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. <laughs> favor has embraced me. Say, favor has embraced me. Oh, I don't know about you, but favor has embraced me. I, I smell like favor. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Glory to God. Sing that song. Glory to God. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith faith or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded.